Hey friend, welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we're talking about how to feel good no matter what. I'm talking about how to feel good when you are around people that drain your energy, that are difficult to be around, how to feel good when things aren't going the way that you would like them to, how to feel good when you are not feeling confident about something that you're about to do, how to feel good despite the crap. You know what I'm talking about. That's what I want to dive into today on today's episode because I had a conversation the other day with my husband that lasted quite a while and it got me thinking about this whole concept of us being in control of how we feel and how so many of us are giving away that power to other people, to our circumstances. And we're saying, I don't feel good unless this person behaves a certain way or unless this circumstance turns out a certain way. And I think we just need this reminder that we have the power. So let me share a story with you. First off, let me bring you back to this conversation that you can so you can picture this that was happening with my husband. Actually, let's backtrack a little bit. So I just got back from Costa Rica. And I came from tropical rainforest weather. It was, y'all, the last place that we stayed. It was amazing. I'm so happy that we were able to book this spot. It was a cacao farm. And it was in the jungle rainforest area. So it was surrounded by all the vegetation with the sloths and the trees and the toucans swinging, swinging. What what do they do? They fly. They fly across from tree to tree. I was getting, I was getting it wrapped up with the monkeys. Anyways, it was so nice. So when we went to sleep at night, we could hear all the sounds of the jungle. There was a wooden hot tub that you could chill in, which the wooden vibes, it just brings a whole nother level. And you're surrounded by the sounds of nature and We got to do a chocolate making workshop, which is really fun. And this place was way more affordable than the other places that I stayed close to the beach. In fact, I I was actually really shocked. It's been a while since I've been to Costa Rica. And I don't remember it being as pricey as it was this time around. And you got to know, this is coming from someone who travels a lot. Like my unborn baby will have nine countries that it's been to while being in my womb. So I go all, I get around is what I'm saying. And I was really shocked at the pricing because I was like, dang, I can go to other places that are just as beautiful for way, way, way cheaper. It felt like some of the pricing was similar to the West Coast or the Keys, the Florida Keys area. It just brought me back to that kind of pricing around things where I was like, well, this is shocking. But the cacao farm was very reasonable It was like, for example, let me put it in perspective. We stayed in this one building that had three different rooms that each had big bathrooms. It was pretty basic rooms. They even had netting around the bed, the beds for mosquitoes, but the mosquitoes weren't bad. But just in case, you know, it had some netting around and it had this outdoor kitchen. And so three different rooms that you could, that we had the whole place. And I think it was under $165 a night, but that included an amazing breakfast. And 
the whole experience of tours around the cacao farm and the experience of being at the farm. And if you think about this, if you had this three couples split that up, it's like, that was pretty good. That was a great deal. But other places, it was just insane. You'd walk away with spending $100 on a meal and it was, it was you got nothing for it. You left still hungry. I hate when that happens. You go out to eat and you like spend all this money and you leave and you're still hungry. You get what I'm saying? Any other frugal creatures listening right now? <laughs> That's one thing I don't like. Okay, anyways, I just had to update you on my travels. So that was fun. So we come back from the rainforest area and it's hot. I'm, I was running on the beach, like all the things, right? I get home and it's negative temperatures because this crazy winter storm came by where everything's frozen galore. And I was flying out of Chicago or laying over in Chicago, which I would never be my first choice when it's winter months because there's delays galore. And there were delays. So we get home at 2.30 in the morning after driving through some pretty bad conditions. Come home, negative temps. My heat isn't working. Like my heat is not working. Thankfully, my cat Steve was alive and well. I think it just stopped working and we had contractors in all week. So they would have known if something was going on, but it was freezing. So I get home and I'm like literally shaking. It's 2.30. I'm so tired. And we're trying to figure out what's going on. My first reaction was to yell at my husband because I thought that he changed the temperature. And I was like, did you turn the temperature and so low to save money or something like that? And he was like, no, I did mess with it. I promise. So anyways, um, we thankfully have a electric fireplace. So we were able to turn that on and it was heating the house pretty good enough for us to you know, stay warm enough to be in the house. Otherwise, we would have definitely had to leave with the temperatures where they were. And it made me so grateful. And you know my word of the year is gratitude. I promise I'm going to get to the points around how all of this is relevant to you. I still know what we're talking about in this episode. We're talking about how to feel good no matter what. So get into it. If anyone's like, where are we going with this? Let me tell you. So my word of the year, gratitude. And ever since picking this word, I tell you, God's been like, oh, you want to you feel more gratitude? Let me give you some difficult circumstances so that it reminds you how grateful you are for when things are going well or when you do have what it is you need. And that's what's been happening lately. And it, it makes me kind of laugh because I'm like, oh, one of those like, be careful what you wish for things. And it actually gives me flashbacks to when I prayed about if I should show me if I should stay with this person or not. And then I found out that one of my exes was cheating, being shady. And it was like, ugh, like a punch in the gut. But it was like what I prayed for. It just gives me back, brings me back to that. But it's like what I needed. And I feel like this sense of gratitude has been coming in. Like the, I was so grateful for the fireplace that we could stay warm. And it was awesome because we had contractors in the house and they were pretty handy already. They're not furnace people, but they were handy humans. So they were able to help us figure out what was going on with the heat and we were able to get it fixed. And it was a simple fix, not like a thousands of dollars fix. So I was like grateful for that. And I just felt so, I've just been feeling so much gratitude. Another thing issue I've been having is internet issues, just trying to figure out where am I going to work because we have this remodel that's happening that's taking a while and um, it, I need quiet places to work. And it's just brought 
given me so much gratitude for the days I get to get up and I just get to work from my home and I don't have to drive anywhere. Or I don't have to figure out the internet stuff. So it's just been all this opportunity for gratitude. And I, I, even though they're things that aren't ideal, I like to just bring my focus to that place of like what I do have, what is working well. So this brings us back to the conversation I was having with my husband in our cold house with the fireplace going on the couch. And we were talking about someone who we both spend a lot of time with, who is, can be, can be the keywords, very difficult to be around at times. And he was talking about how he wished that he could feel better around this person and show up more pleasant around them. But what he finds himself doing is kind of avoiding or segregating himself from that person at different times. And he's like, I don't like that because I don't like how that might make that person feel. But it's like, ah, the energy, the energy of this person, it just really gets to me. So we were talking about that. And I, you know, he, I agree with him around this. And Oftentimes, and he made note of this, we can talk about what we don't like about someone and we were doing that. We're like, oh, this drives me insane, this behavior that they do and all these different examples. And we were giving energy and focus to that and being very critical. And one of the examples of the things that we were talking about with this person is that we felt like they were very judgmental. Like we felt like we couldn't be ourselves around them because it was like they have a critical personality personality. They're very judgmental about their way being the right way and just that kind of controlling energy, that catabolic energy that we talk about. So I was bringing that up and giving different examples. And my husband stopped me and he's like, here we are though, doing the same thing that we don't like about this person. We're criticizing them. We're being judgmental about their behaviors that don't align with our values all the things. And when you think about it, what kind of energy are we generating around this whole situation? It was it gets me it would get me worked up and it would bring more of that catabolic energy back into my life. So it wasn't an intentional use of our focus and our energy. I mean, it's good to talk through things, we all know that, but it's like continuing to criticize someone else for the fact that they are critical. It's like there's some hypocritical behavior happening here. And one of my other friends called us out together as friends about this, actually, in com- a conversation that we were having. We were talking about our the way that we facilitate in our style and how it's really important for us to have create an environment where people feel like they can be themselves. And we were talking about different scenarios that we've been in with other facilitators where we're like, oh, like they say things that are cringy that are we feel like are just don't create that safe, comfy space for people to be themselves. So we were talking about that and we're like, oh, but here we are again, criticizing the way they're showing up. So it was just like a reminder of not to go down that rabbit hole that the enemy would want you to go down, where you fixate on what is wrong about other people, about the situation, and you focus on that or you start blaming just being more mindful of that. So what do you do in that situation instead? What else is helpful? Coming at it from a very solution place and really thinking about what is in your control. What is never in your control is how someone else shows up, ever. 
ever. And you know, there's so many people in our life that we are like, why can't you be a certain way? Like, why can't you be nice? Why can't you be pleasant? Why do you have to bring that stuff up when you're around people? Like all of those things, like there's people that we can think about that we think that way about, or that we feel like we feel like that person has the ability to drain our energy. We feel tense around that person, whoever that person is. This is your reminder that you can't control how that person shows up and you'll never be able to. And as much as you would like them to change, that is their choice around when they're going to change or how they're going to go about it. But what you can control is how you show up, how you respond to it, and most importantly, what it is you focus on. Are you going to focus on all that's wrong? Are you going to shift your focus to what is going well? And what do you need to feel your best? So it's just that reminder of what can you do to be better? So as my husband and I were talking about this person, we both were like, well, what can we do to feel better around them? What can we include in in the space? You know, for us being active in that space, whenever around them, we're going to show up better in general. So some of those habits that we have, uh, shifting the conversation when they start to go negative, shifting to just like letting go, like letting them be as they are and focusing on what brings us joy and very intentionally talking about the things that bring us joy and then catching ourselves when we're going down the rabbit hole of criticism. And then also like, can we like left off? Is it really that big of a deal? What if we just decided this is how that person is? It's how they're going to be. But how am I going to be in this situation? And is it really that big of a deal? A lot of the things that we get really annoyed about, about other people, it's really not as big of a deal as we make it be. It's only a big deal because we give focus and energy to it. This reminds me of a quote that I often hear from people like Navy SEALs and people of that caliber doing really hard things, that if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Meaning if you don't give attention to it, it doesn't have power. And I think they they say this often, these different Navy SEALs, they say this because they talk about pain and, you know, discomfort. And they're like, if I, if I don't allow my brain to focus on that, it's not going to be as bad. I don't give energy and focus there. I give energy and focus to whatever it is I want more of. This also reminds you to think about what you have been talking about. Are you spending time talking more about the things you don't want? When we talk about vision, we talk about this new year and being intentional. Are you talking about the things you don't want and you don't like and you're giving more energy and focus there? Are you manifesting more of that into your life? Or are you talking about the things that you desire? And how good it would feel to be in that situation. What would life be like after bringing your focus there? That's going to help you bring things into your life. It's going to help you show up with with that energy that is contagious, that makes you feel good. So with that said, I got to remind you that you can still sign up if you're listening to this at least a couple days before January 20th or 21 when we're doing the Clarify Your Vision online event. Sign up, sign up. I have the link. Um, This will be the last time opportunity that you have to sign up. So sign up quick if you do want to be a part of that. I'm really looking forward to it. 
it's going to be so fun to really think through what we want to create and how we intentionally want to show up. This is what this episode is about. And this is the reminder to you that you can feel good no matter what, because you get to decide where your energy and focus goes. And let me go back to some notes that I got some takeaways for you. But I want to go back to some notes that I have in my phone. And let's, I'm going to zoom down real quick. Another thing to think about is each day when you wake up, asking yourself, what will help me feel my best today? What will help me feel my best today? And then guiding your energy and focus. So for me, the exercise in the morning helps me feel my best, gets my energy up. Listening to something encouraging and inspirational in the morning, that helps me feel my best. Thinking about the food that I'm eating that's fueling me, that's healthy, that helps me feel my best. Doing something that makes myself proud that day, that helps me feel my best. So really thinking through that list for yourself, what would make me feel my best today? Another way of asking this, my favorite question, what would make me proud of how I showed up? This is a good question to ask when you are around the people that are very difficult to be around. What would make me proud of how I showed up around them? How can I show up from a place of love? God is love. Enemy, not so much. It would like you to fixate on what is wrong about the situation, what is wrong about the person. Get your self-righteousness stuff in there around how you're so much better, how you do things better. That is what the enemy would want for you. But love, how can you show up from a place of love? I want to share with you too, I have a screenshot in my phone. This is an Abraham Hicks quote. I love the teachings and writings of Abraham Hicks. And it says, you cannot control circumstances. You never intended to control circumstances. You intended to discover unconditional love. You intended to discover a way to feel good no matter what. Because you have the facility, you have the power, you have the ability to focus. So that means in any situation, you can feel good no matter what. Meaning when I came home and my furnace wasn't working, my heat wasn't working, it was negative temps, I had the choice to decide what I was going to focus on. And I chose to focus on eventually after first resulting to my husband and being like, why'd you turn it off? You know, critical. But I didn't stay there. And that's the whole point. Not a problem if you go there. Problem if you stay there. Like right away, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what's going on? It must be wrong. It's like something's going on with it. And then I shifted to gratitude. Like, oh, I'm so grateful that we have this backup option. I'm so grateful that we have people in our home every day that can help us figure this out. So it's that. It's like shifting your focus to the high energy place very intentionally. Because I can't control the circumstance. I can't control that my heat went out. That I had no power over that. I can't control when I don't have the best Wi-Fi but I can control how I show up through it. I can control what I focus on. I can't control how someone else is going to behave around me and when they act fool, but I can control how I respond to them. I can control what I decide to, again, focus on. We need to repeat that a gazillion times. So today, what are you focusing on? If you're not feeling good or the way that you want, it's because you are focusing on something that's not serving you. You might be making a situation mean something that doesn't serve you? What are you making it mean? Really think about this. 
Like, let's say that even in the morning, let's say you wake up and your morning routine doesn't go as you would hope and you're rushing and, you know, the rest of the day's events just feel off or something else happens that you didn't like. And it's like, let's say this is a game. If you've seen, if you see life as quarters of a game being played, let's pretend football game, different quarters, you're like, first quarter didn't go so well. Second quarter, eh, not so well. But I can decide how I'm going to play out the third quarter and the fourth quarter. I can start new at any chunk of time. So that's something to think about too. Because what are you, are you making it mean if the morning doesn't go that you the way you want, a meeting didn't go the way that you want or whatever it is, the kids didn't act a certain way that you desire, then what are you making that mean? Are you making it mean the rest of the day is going to suck? The rest of the quarters, you're not going to play well? Like you get to decide. You can be like, okay, first quarter, maybe not so great, but second quarter is going to be awesome. Third is going to be awesome. I love seeing life in that way. It just gives me that permission to start over anytime. I can play this next chapter, these next few minutes in a complete different way than I did before. I always have that permission to. I can start to focus on the goodness that is here now. Maybe I didn't in the past show myself some grace. I can start now where I'm at. I just thought that perspective would be really helpful to think through. And let's go back to my notes because I want to make sure that we're touching on all the things I felt were worthy of typing to myself. Some, okay, let's go into steps, strategies you can use as you move forward. If you find that you're really triggered by something, someone else's behavior, a way of being, you can ask yourself that question, how can I show up from a place of love? What would it look like if I showed up from a place of love? What would it look like if I forgave this person? Ooh, that's a hard one sometimes. I, I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't really like hearing let's say, sermons and things about forgiveness. I don't. If I see that as a topic, I probably don't want to watch it. Just keeping it real. Because it's like, oh, it can be so hard when someone acts a fool to forgive. But, you know, as they say, forgiveness isn't for them. It's for you. It's for you. And you know what's got me thinking differently around forgiveness? I was listening to someone who has a really awesome marriage that I admire. And she said the secret to the healthy, happy relationship she has is that they're both easy. They're both quick to forgive. They forgive quickly. And I just love that because, you know, there's always times in your relationship where you're annoyed by someone or you're like, that was hurtful what you said or what you did. And it's like, I always tell myself like, how can I forgive quickly and move on from this versus giving all my energy and negativity towards that and building it up and generating more catabolic energy around it? Because it don't serve me, it doesn't serve them. How can I forgive quickly? Not saying that you, you shouldn't express how you feel and opt for changes, but how can you do that, do it faster versus holding on to the grudge, forgive quickly and move on so you can get on to enjoying your life? Because we all at times show up in ways that don't make us proud. And even when you notice that in other people, their crappy way of showing up, it's like, don't forget, you be showing up crappy sometimes too. Like sometimes we need that reminder. Okay, another question that is helpful. I got some questions. How can nature help me? I like this question because when I get really triggered, 
or I find my energy really dipping low. Nature is just has always been something that is so helpful to my own energy, like stepping outside, going for a walk, touching some stuff in the garden. You know, I'm, I'm creating a garden this year. So that's part of my vision. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for creating my vision this year with y'all. I can't wait. It's gonna be so fun. And anyways, uh, thinking about that, using nature, how can it help me? How can I bring a plan in? How can I bring some light into my life? Those shifts can be really helpful. And then what if I let go of control and surrender? What if I let go of control here? What if I trusted more here? How would I show up? What if I trusted more? What if I knew the universe, God, had my back? What if I trusted and believed in that in this situation where things might not be going the best way that I'd like them to? Where my furnace is out, my internet's out, or so-and-so's sick, or whatever it is. I feel overwhelmed. What if I trusted more in this situation? And also reflecting back on past things that have gone well for you, you know, when you didn't know how there was going to be a way. Or maybe you wanted something to happen, but it turned out even better than you had planned. It just brings me back to like, you know how I always tell myself, this is happening for me. In some way, somehow, this is happening for me. And then later, I discover how it is happening for me. And I love, I love seeing those examples. It just uh, feels so good. So good. I almost feel like we could write a book about this. Like this times where it's like, this sucked. And then like you, you have all this evidence of what happened as a result of it. That makes it even better. I was just talking to one of my clients yesterday about this, who I've been helping him develop his TEDx talk. And he said that the thing, like this big career flop in his life, he thought it at the time, you know, it was like the worst thing. But he's like, when I look back, if that didn't happen, I would have never got here. I would have never started that nonprofit. I would have never created, like helped all these other people. It's like, that was the best thing that happened to me. I thought it was the worst, but it later became the best. And I bet you got a story like that too. So remind yourself of that when you start to experience the worst that life has to offer now. You need to be reminded of God's goodness is what I'm saying. Because it can be so easy to forget how you're supported, how you're loved how you can make it through anything like you've done in the past. And just the question, you know, I love, I already said this. What if this is happening for me? What if? What if this is happening for me? Another quick reminder before we end here is that your dreams, they don't have expiration dates. Okay, don't forget that. There's no expiration date on your dream. So if you feel like life is crazy busy or something's going on in your life and you need to pause on something, that doesn't mean you're giving it up. Don't make it mean something that that sucks, that makes you feel like crap, that brings your energy down. Make it mean something that serves you. There's no expiration date. There's no rush and hurry like the world wants to make you think. I hate that hurried energy. Ugh. One way to quickly, one trigger for me is when people try to rush me. Oh, I will. I do not like it because I don't want to feel that anxious, rushiness feeling. Like all is well. All is right. Well, you're right where you're supposed to be. In the midst of all the stuff, you're learning things. Things are happening for you. And remember, just the final reminder of this episode is what is in your control? Is the thing you're worrying about, is that in your control? If it's not, then let it go and give it to God and do the things intentionally to set yourself up for success and the rest, again, surrender, letting it go. 
All right, I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. I just want to remind you, if you are available to join us for the Clarify Your Vision online event, definitely show up. Show up so we can get that vision for you. Uh, sign up quickly because it's happening on the 20th and the 21st. I need to finalize the event list, but there's amazing people already signed up. All right, I love you all. I hope you have a blessed and wonderful day. Leave us a review if you haven't done so. I got. I need two, I think I need two more to get to my next goal. So that could be you that helps me get there. All right, friend. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.